Okay, welcome everyone to another Wednesday night shiur. Welcome all to our anytime viewers and all the viewers as well. Parashat this week we read Parashat Acharemot in Kedoshim. Tonight we're going to discuss in Kedoshim a mitzvah called Orla. Does anybody in this room know what the mitzvah is of Orla? Huh? What is it? Huh? Orla. Not Orla of the Brit Mila Orla. We're talking about the tree Orla. Anybody understand what that is? Oh, very good. Very good. We got big chachamim over here, I see. Very, very nice. So that is, it says in the Torah in Parashat Kedoshim, that when a person plants a fruit tree, a food tree, he has to wait, what, well, three years without eating the fruit. That means you're going to plant the tree, fruits come out, three years later you can't touch. After the three years, does anybody know what you do with the first fruits that you pull off the tree? Oh, you bring it to Jerusalem and you eat it in Jerusalem. That's on the fourth year. What is that called in Hebrew? The mitzvah of? Neta, no, The mitzvah of Bikurim is something else. That's the first fruits of the Shivat Haminim, of the seven species. That's the Rimon, uh, grapes, dates, where it says in the Torah where the first fruits of those seven species that you, you know, that you put a red ribbon in. We're talking about Neta where... The fourth year, you take those fruits and you bring it to Israel, Yerushalayim, and you eat it in Jerusalem. Now, what about the fifth year? Anybody know what you do on the fifth year when the fruits uh, come out? You eat it. Now you can eat any way you want. <laughs> you hear that, Avi? Now you can do whatever you want. Now, tonight, I'd like to discuss some depth behind the reasoning of this mitzvah, three years, it's in three steps. What's the hejbon? What's the calculation of the Torah making in that way? First, it's three years, don't eat any fruits that come out of the tree. Then take the, tr- take the fruit to, the, to Jerusalem, and then the vidya. What's this three-step process? Rabbi Yudah ben Pazi, he was a great rabbi, it's brought down. It says the Midrash, brings down, it says like this. Adam Rishon, Rabbi Yudam Vazi says, Adam Rishon, you didn't last with the Etz Adat. Adam Rishon with the tree. Don't eat from it, right? That's what he was telling him. Don't eat from it. And it says, he writes that you, for an hour, you didn't last with the sin. And now, we have to wait three years of not eating the fruits of the tree. Now, we have to explain tonight, what's that explanation? Is he rebuking Adam Rishon? He's not doing that. But what's he, uh, what's he want? What's he bringing out? We have to understand that. And that is, I'll explain it to you like this. You ready? Everybody's ready? Like this. The, the, Al-Sheikh Agadosh. Right? 
Panim Erot, he brings down, the Sheikh HaKadosh says that the Zohar, quoting a Zohar, the Nachash, the snake, there's a special Tum'ah, like a poison that was put in the earth, put in the earth, right? And now it, it takes three years to get out. Now, what connection does that have? Like, what, first of all, why is he poisoning the earth? And why is that Tumas still there till today? And why does the earth have to get punished? I understand Adam, but why about the earth? And the answer to this question is very simple. The answer is that really in the beginning of creation, if you look in the Torah, what does it say about a tree? Etz peri. What does that mean? Anybody know what etz peri means? Etz means what? Tree. Tree. Peri means what? Fruit. Fruit. In the beginning of creation, Hashem said that the tree and the fruit should really taste the same. That means when a person would take an apple off the tree, you would take an apple off the tree, and you would cut the bark and the trunk of the tree, it would taste the same. This is all Rashi, by the way. If you learn the beginning of uh, Bereshit, you'll see in the Rashi over there, in that Pasuk. Because right after that, what does it say? It says, Etz Oseperi. What does that mean? You, some, you, you, you know Hebrew. What does that mean? Etz Oseperi. The tree makes fruit. It doesn't say Etz Peri. It says the tree will make a fruit. That means the tree is not going to taste like the fruit. It's going to make a fruit. So therefore, the earth that's creating the tree had to get punished. Because you have to follow Hashem's direction. If Hashem says to you, Etz Peri, that means I want the tree bark and the fruit to be the same taste, you have to do that. But what did it come out? Etz Oseperi. This is all in the Torah, the beginning of the Torah. It says, Etz, a tree that makes fruit. Oh, Hashem says, now there's going to be a bear of punishment on the earth. What's the punishment? That there's going to be, let's say, a venom from the Nachash Kadmoni, like the Zohar says, in the earth. Aye, so when did it get punished, the earth? When? By Adam Arishon. Why Adam Arishon? You know why? Should I tell you why? What are we created from? From Adama. Of course, Hashem blew into us a soul, a neshama. But really, what, what, what we're earth? Right? We came from earth, right? Correct? Yes or no? Everybody knows that. What? Adama. What's, what, what's Adama? Adama is ground. Adam came from Adama. That's Adam. What do you want to call him Adama? Imagine you go around, oh, yeah, Adama, yeah, Adama. No, he's Adam. In short, you know, slang, you know, Adam. Instead of saying Adama, we say Adam. So we came from the earth. And therefore, since Adam came from the earth, so we waited. When did, the, when, did the, when did the punishment take effect? Oh, Adam, you sinned with the Etz Adah. There was a sin with the Etz Adah. Now, 
Now also you should know, where did you come from? From the earth? Now we're going to also get the earth. And now the earth is going to have that punishment as well. But you got, everybody has that clear? Now why three years? So you have to understand, right now we're bringing from the Zohar that the Nakash has a special like Tumah in it, and therefore we have to wait three years until the earth uh, uh, filters all that out, and then by the fourth year it becomes Kadosh, and we take it to Jerusalem. Why three years? Anybody over here learned Cheskat Abatim? Again, this Shi'ur, we're going to go into a little bit Zohar. We don't usually do that so much. But tonight we're going to do a little bit Zohar. In more, in, uh, more in depth, I'm going to read it to you exactly what it says tonight. Um, um, anybody learn Cheskat Abatim Baba Batra? Over there it says that a person that occupies land for three years and nobody said anything. Let's say, for example, you're, what do they call it, a squatter? Am I right with that? You go to Texas, so you go somewhere, you know, you go to Brooklyn. Let's say you go to Brooklyn. You see a, you see a house, you see land, you sit there. One year, all of a sudden you meet the neighbors. Two years, three years. After three years, a guy knocks on your door. Buddy, out! Out what? This is my house. This is my uh, land. My land. You already acquired it by standing there three years. Now what happens is he has to prove that it was his land. Now, you know what they ever say? You're innocent until proven guilty. You are innocent that it's your land because you were there for three years, chose ownership after three years, and therefore if another guy comes in, now it's the burden of proof on the guy who's claiming his house or his property. Clear? So therefore, that's called the chazakah, it's called. And therefore, what happens is, it becomes a new ownership after three years. And that's why we have three years. Because up to three years... The Tumah of the Nachash, like the Zohar says, is in the earth. But after three years, he becomes now the owner. The earth filters it out and now he became the owner. Now innocent of the proven guilty. Ah, oh, beautiful. Now he's the owner of it. Now already, we can start growing the tree at the fourth year we take it to Jerusalem to eat. In the fifth year, you can eat any way you want. That's why we ate three years. Now I'd like to present to you tonight that Rabbeinu Bachaye he quotes a Zohar that I'd like to read out loud because it's very interesting what he says. He quotes the Zohar as as follows. We have a question. That was one answer we gave. Why three years? We said the answer. Chazakah, it switches this, that. Now we're going to give you another answer from the Zohar. Why three years? And that is on Friday nights, I ask you, everybody prays Friday nights, every time for our beat, we pray three times a day, Shacharit, Mnucha, and our beat. Before our beat, we say, But there's one thing I wanted to point out. On Friday night, we don't say that. Every single night of the, of, the, of the week, we say, Friday nights, we do not say that. Huh? 
Veshamnu. But we don't say Why not? You know what it says? I'm going to... What? There's no deen on Friday night. Very good. Very, very good. Very good. And I quote you the Zohar HaKadosh in Midrash Rut. He says like this. Zohar Hadash. He writes... We don't say Friday night. Why? There are three angels. There are three angels. What are the names of these three angels? Three angels. What are these three angels? These are the three angels that are in charge of the wicked people to give them suffering in Gehinam. But on Shabbat, en lahem reshut b'Shabbat. So what it says, en lahem reshut b'Shabbat. Ukdel likbab belev shashim yesh lahem menucha b'Shabbat. They don't think memunim shotim b'lev b'Shabbat. That's why we don't mention it. You know why? Because we're saying today on Friday, Friday night comes, uh, they don't have Control on them in the Gehenna. You hear? That's why I don't say. You hear what's going on? Huh? Okay, 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 okay. But you hear what's going on over there? Saying there's three angels, Mashkit Avvechema, that are in charge of the wicked people in Gehinnam. and on Shabbat they're not on them, in charging them on the Gehinnam. They're not going to start roasting them uh, Gehinnam. So therefore, Friday night we're, we're good. We don't say that. Now, where, where do you see in the Hurachum, what does it have to do with any of the three angels? Remember the names. Mashkit, Af, Vehema. What does that have to do with this Pasuk, Vehurachum? So this, listen. It says, Vehurachum. What's Vehurachum mean? What's Rachum? Anybody know? Mercy. Vehu. Who's Vehu? Hashem. Hashem's Rachum is compassionate. Vehurachum. Yechaper avon. What does Yechaper avon mean? Kaparat avonot. Yechaper avon. Velo yashchit. What does it mean, Velo yashchit? He won't destroy us. You get that? Velo yashchit from what? From the angel mashchit. He won't destroy us from the angel mashchit. Vehurachon veravon yashchit. Veherba lehashiv apo. That's the af. Velo yair kochamato. And he won't give power to what? The chamato, the chema. You just you got that? I just saw I showed you three angels that are written in this Vehurachum. We say it every time five beat. You know why we say it every time five beat? Because we're trying to protect ourselves from these bad angels. So we're saying Hashem protect us from these three angels that are in charge of Gainam. Which are they? Mashkit Abbehema. And that's why how important it is. People like they might skip that Pasuk. Every every Abbi, oh they might skip Abbi. But they're not understanding that pasuk is a key pasuk. It's saying, Hashem, you're so pitiful, you're so merciful. You, you, you give kaparat abonot, you won't give us to the mashchit, to this angel mashchit. Right? And he'll continue not to give us to the apo, to this ap. And he won't uh, waken up us up from the Hamato, from the Hema, the third angel of that's in charge. You hear that or no? And that's why every meal, what do we do at the end of the meal? We have bread. 
What do we do after we eat, after we eat bread? What do we do? Ma'im maharonim hova, right? That's what we say. The Benish Chai says, when you finish a bread meal, make sure you do ma'im maharonim and say ma'im maharonim hova. What's ma'im maharonim hova? You have to understand that free zohar, it's something that we get rid of the kilipot from the, we have to give them something. We ate, happy, this, that. But the kilipot, the bed, uh, whatever, it's around, they, you have to feed them too. So we give them the leftovers. There you go. So what's the ma'im maharonim hova? How do you spell Ma'im Aharonim Hobah? What's the first letters of each one? Mem. Mem? No, Ma'im Aharonim. Aleph. Chet. Chet. So what is that? Mem. Bear with me. Mem. Mem is Mashchit. Aleph is Av. Chet is Chema. The three angels that we sent in charge of Gainan, they're in charge of the main angels. Ma'im Aharonim Hobah. Get out of here. So the guy's finishing his meal. Give me some water. Let, 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 let these guys go get rid of me. This guy, get out of here. My mom, hold on. You hear what's going on over there? As you're ripping it away, kiss. Now, I'll tell you even further the Mishle. Everybody heard of Shlomo Man, Who doesn't know Shlomo The wisest of all wise. You know what he says? He says, if you take a look at Mishle, it says, Tov shachen karov me'ach rachok. You know what that means? You guys know Hebrew. Tov shachen. What does it say? Tov shachen karov. What does that mean? Tov. Me'ach rachok. From a distant brother. We need to say, if you have a neighbor that's next door to you, you know, he's easy next door neighbor. Your brother, you could have it. You could be living here. Your brother could be living in, in, in Israel or something like that, wherever he's living. So now. How often are you with, uh, with your brother? You know, he's in Israel, you're here. But your neighbor is your next door neighbor. You're constantly seeing him, you park your car, you hit his car, you don't hit his car, but you're right there. You're always with your neighbor. So therefore, if you have a great neighbor, it's better than having a far brother, in, in, in a sense. You know, a brother will do anything for you. But I'm just saying, in a sense, you're always doing this, oh, yeah, you need some sugar, here. show sugar, you need this, you need that, you're always exchanging things, oh, that's a convenient. But now we got to go a little deeper. Now we're going to go deeper. Tov shachen karov. They bring pshatim is. Tov shachen karov is the yetzer hatov. You have a yetzer hatov and a yetzer hara. Correct? Yes or no? Everybody has a, a good side and a bad side. You know? Evil inclination and a good inclination. So really what, what the Mephashim explain, they say, Tov shachen karov, your yetzer atov, your good inclination, ma'ach lachok, should distance, when you have a good inclination, ma'ach lachok, it'll push away the yetzer atov. Now bear with me now. You get what Yorja just said? Everybody's clear with that? When you have your yetzer atov, and you're, you're controlling your yetzer atov, it's going to push away the yetzer atov. It'll exterminate the Yetzirah. What's, how do you spell Me'ach? How do you spell Me'ach? Anybody over here know? Mem, Aleph, Chet. What's Mem? Mashchit. What's Aleph? Av. What's Chet? Haima. When you have your Yetzirah told, being strong, and you don't give in to Yetzirah, just know you're moving away the me'ach, mashchit, af, and the hema. Those three angels of that's in charge of Gainam. 
that's why it says, Vaser kaas milibecha. The Igerit Ramban says, Vaser kaas milibecha. Take away the anger from your heart. Why are you going to do that? Because you don't want the me'ach, you don't want the chema, the, the mashkit not going on you. So therefore, bring your yitzra tov over yitzra and it will push away these angels from not hurting you ever in uh, uh, to have any control. You hear what's going on? This is three pshatim in Ma'ach, Ach, Ach, Ma'im Ma'im Chova, and Ma'ach Rachok, and what was the first? Now, knowing all these, we have the three. Who? These are also, by the way, Ma'agale Amukot brings down that this is all part also of Malach Mavit. They have like a part in the Malach Mavit. And if you look, David Melech, we know he was a Gilgul of Adam Arishon. And what does he pray in his prayers? If you look in uh, Perek, uh, in, um, um, if you get it for me, I could show you. Perek uh, Tedvav in Teilim. It says, Afafuni Mechavle Mavit. Afafuni Mechavle Mavit. What's the. Uh, what, What's, wait, wait, wait. How do you spell Afafuni? Aleph, Afafuni. Mechavle, Mem, Af, Mashchit, Mavit is, oh, wait, wait, wait. Again, again. Afafuni is Aleph. Mechavle is the Mem, that's the Mashchit, the first letters of the thing. Mechavle, no, no. Mechavle, the Chaf is the Chema, Mavit is the Mashchit. You understand what I just said or no? Afafuni, Mechavle, Mavit. They're all Chabalim, they're part of the Malachamar. He was a Gugul of Adamari. Sure. Now, now we know that, now we know that, I want to explain. The Midrash brings down, and it's also a Gemara, what day was Adam Rishon created? Everybody, anybody know? Friday. Anybody know? When was that? When were we created? On a Friday. Friday. On a Friday. What hour on Friday, it says the hour, it says exactly from 9, 10, 11, 12, what hour... What hour in the day was Adam Arishon told not to eat from the tree? The, it says the ninth hour of the day. Ninth hour. The tenth hour, he ate. The eleventh hour, he was judged. And the twelfth hour, he was out of Ganadin. He got kicked out of Ganadin. You, you heard the Cheshbon? So ninth, he was warned. 10th, 11th, 12th. Mind you, it was on a Friday afternoon, right before Shabbat. They say, what did Hashem want to do? Wait for Shabbat. Some people say that, well, wait for Shabbat, and with the fruit, you'll make Kiddush and elevate the whole. Understand what happened? You hear what's supposed to be done? We're supposed to wait. He was supposed to take the fruit. He can make one. He can make one. He can make this. He can make that. Make kiddush. Friday night kiddush. So therefore, what does it say? Now we have to make tikkun. Because we what? We were all part of Adam and Yishon. We were all part of him when he did the sin. So now we have to make tikkun. So what do we do? The first three years, we're not allowed to eat from the fruit because it has to mitahed. It has to take away all the spirits, the the af and the on the, what's it called, Mashchit. It has to filter it all out. And then after the fourth year, 
since we were supposed to make Kiddush with the fruits of Adam and Yishon, we weren't supposed to eat, so we have to make Kiddush, make it Kadosh, by bringing the fruits to Jerusalem the fourth year to make the Tikkun. You hear what's going on? It's so beautiful. And that's why the Behuda ben Pazi, in the beginning of Shur tonight, we said, what was the Behuda ben Pazi says? You didn't wait for one hour, and we wait for three years. What was, he, what was he saying? What was he saying? He was trying to say that because of this whole sin, that one hour that was all, all sin, now till today, what happened? It caused an effect that the Nachash was able to poison up the earth, and therefore, every fruit, it was an etadat, every fruit tree, we have to wait three years so the earth could cleanse the mashchit and the af and the hema out of the earth. And then finally, after that, after three years, we go to Jerusalem and we make the kiddush kibiachol by bringing the fruits to Jerusalem. And after that, you can eat whatever you want. What's the lesson from all this? Big lesson, by the way, Rabotai. Tonight we said, uh, I told you, it wasn't the regular, standard, uh, you know, story type of shiur, but we had that in mind earlier. And what's the lesson we learned from all this? You know what the lesson we learned from all this is? You see the power of sin, of avon, of avera. You know, in life, we think, what did I do wrong? Because we don't see. We don't see what we did wrong. If you, if you say lashonara about somebody, what did I do? Fine. Over here, actually, Lashonara could be it's different because you could see, oh, I ruined his whole life. I said this, 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 that. But take a different sin. Take something else that you think, what did I do wrong? But you're not understanding. What, what you do when you're doing sin, you're creating a bomb, an atomic bomb. You can't see this bomb, but it's happening. Abba, where is it? What do you mean? You saw what happened with Adam Arishan? For three years, we have to wait to make the kun, af, chemam, mashkid. Three years, we have to wait, no fruits. <laughs> Why? Why? Because what happened is the Nachash had power and was able to go through the, the, the soil and poison the soil for three years. So therefore we, the earth has to, come on, what? Because we don't know, if we, if we understood, if we were walking in the street and we understood, if we look at something that we're supposed to look at, boom, it's causing in Shamaim an atomic bomb, boom! Would you ever do that? Never. <laughs> I mean, whoa, what's going on? Oh my God, I just did that. What are you, what are you crazy? What do you mean? He's blowing this world and he's blowing that world. You know, it's all a mashal, this world, with the atomic bomb. It's only a mashal to teach us what could sin could do. A guy, a guy, let's say he doesn't keep Shabbat. What, what, what did I do wrong? He opens up the lights, drives on Shabbat, takes a cigarette. Meanwhile, he takes the cigarette, boom, we got atomic bomb over there, atomic bomb in that world, in that world. And then all angels want to come and kill him and then Hashem has to stop him. Wait, 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 wait. He's going to do that. The whole thing's a whole again, by the way. When a guy, I told you this once, when a guy is thinking to do sins, just a thing, just a thought, there's angels in heaven, they want to come down and beat the living daylights out of them, and they have to pull them back. The good angels say, oh, wait one second, maybe he's not going to do it. They, they want to go and kill the guy. How do you even think to do He didn't do the sin yet, by the way. How do you even think to do a sin against Hashem? Against your father in heaven? They gave you your own two eyeballs. They gave you your hands. They gave you your health. They gave you everything. They gave you money. They gave you clothes. They gave you things. All of, they gave you life. You're going to go and go against him and hurt him? And, and do what he, do, what, what he doesn't want to do? Look what happened. The fruit tree. Hashem said, it's pretty. Make a bark with a fruit. You know what I'm thinking, by the way? This is my, my Hiddush. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Why didn't... Why didn't uh, the fruit tree, why didn't the fruit tree listen? 
You hear my question or no? What was this supposed to be original? It was supposed to be an apple. The bark, the trunk of the tree, is tastes like an apple. If I would take the, the, the wood from the tree, if I would ch- take it and eat it, it would taste like an apple as well as the tree. So if that's the case, why did he make it? Oh, what does the tree do? Okay, I'm going to make it. That's going to be a tree, and then the fruit's going to come out of the tree. No, the bark is not going to be the same taste as the, as the fruit. Why, why do you do it like that? Anybody give me an answer? Ah, because you know what's going to happen? If I'm a tree and I make a bark that tastes like an apple, what is, what is, everyone's going to take the apple and cut the tree down, right? And eat the tree. There won't be any apple trees anymore. You understand what I'm trying to say or no? But Hashem said, listen, you don't do what you're thinking. You do what you're told. Hear what we just said? You don't do what you think. You do what you're told. And if Hashem told you do it, I don't understand. I don't care to understand it. Because I have a boss in heaven. He tells me to jump, I tell him how high. That's the way it is. He's the boss. But you know what's awesome? Because the boss has a lot of reward. The Olam is so great. We can't imagine the reward that we're going to get. This year, by the way, is recording in Chamayim. This is just, this is just a, the recording over here is just like a, you know, a, t- a sampler, you know. But this is in Chamayim being recorded. Every single guy over here, check, 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 check. The reward is endless. Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. You're going to be getting rewarded for this. No question. And a billion years, we're going to meet up. Rabbi, remember I went to that class, you told me, I'm still chilling with that reward, that one class. Imagine I came every week, forget about it. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. That's, I'm, that's what's going to be. And man, I, I say the truth. This is going to be the truth. This is, this is what it is. This is the event. This is the event. Besides the fact that we're enjoying, we're eating, we're schmoozing, we're talking, we're <laughs> But this is what it is. A person in life, you have to understand, the tree, you're not supposed to have cheshbonot in life. You know me, you know how many times I say, oh, if I do this, this will happen. If I do that, this will happen. This, 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 this. With Hashem, you go, you go like a sharpshooter. This is what you want from me, this is what I'm going to do. But in our heads, what are we thinking? No, but I could, I, I could gain more if I do this. I'll prove it to you. Should I prove it to you right now? Hashem tells us, don't work on Shabbat. Shabbat clothes. But what does the guy come and tell me? Rabbi! I opened last week. I never made $10,000 a day. I made $10,000 on Shabbat. And the rest of the week, every day, Monday, Tuesday, I make a 1000 How could you tell me close Shabbat? I see with my own eyes, I make $10,000. You tell me to close the, the, the store? Rabbi, give me $10,000, I'm going to close. <laughs> I'll do it, give me 10000 this is no difference than the tree. Because what are we thinking? What was the tree Kivyachol thinking? Oh, they're going to cut my uh, bark. There's not going to be any more fruit trees. So therefore, I'm, there's no way I'm going to make myself taste like the same as the tree. There'll be no more trees. That's the same thing. We're, we're exactly like the trees, that means. Because we're thinking the same way. What do we say? Oh, what do you mean? Shabbat, I see myself. I'm going to make more money. But guess what? Teddy was telling me a story. And he's working with someone, and he, he's an older man, and he told Teddy, he told Teddy, you know, I had a store, told him I had a store, big store, whatever, thing like that. He said the Yetzirah was getting me, because every Shabbat I was making so much money, 
He said, but Hashem, you want me to close? I'm going to close. And I closed on Shabbat the whole year. I checked exactly from the year that I opened up Shabbat to the year that I didn't open up Shabbat, I saw the same exact number I got. Tell you my witness. He told me this story from his, the, guy, his, the guy that he was, he was working with. He said this, this exact story. Because we don't lose. When you do what Hashem wants you to do, you will not lose. Guaranteed. Get, there's no question. No maybe. What do you mean? But Rabbi, if I close Shabbat, this, 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 this. Forget it. You are not losing. Shomer Shabbat, kihi mekona beracha. And it will always be like that in life. It will always be like that in life, Rabotai. Trust me. This is the Emet. Hashem wants you to go in this direction. You want to go over here, a little tilty on this direction. If I go this direction, if I go this direction, I'm going to lose. No, no, no. The answer is, you go this that direction of Hashem, and you'll see how you will never, ever lose. And this is the Emet. This is the truth what I'm telling you. You will never lose. You do what's right. You do what Borei Olam wants, all of a sudden, Beracha, what? Where did this come from? I don't know, and I don't care. You know why? Because it's fact. You do what Borei Olam wants, it's going to happen. You're going to see Nisim, you're going to see miracles, you're going to see doors opening up this, doors opening up there. What happened? What happened? I know of a rabbi, he came to me, says, Rabbi Palachi, I want to tell you a story. So what's the story, Chacham? He tells me, when I first opened, I had, I had engagement, you know, like engagement parties and this and that. I had it in the basement. It was a shul. He had the first floor and the basement he had. And he said there was big disruptions with the music downstairs from the upstairs. The guys were coming in to learn and it was balagan upstairs, music hearing. But he said, you know how much rent he, the, the shul is getting income? Every time he's getting income, every party's a few grand. So he said, how can he stop? He went to speak to one of the biggest rabbis in the community. And he told them, listen, you'll see, Beracha, you do what's right. It's bothering the people from learning Torah. You've got to stop it. But Rabbi, I'm making so... You don't lose from doing what's right. He closed, he said, no more affairs, uh, no more engagement parties, no more this, no more that. The people have to learn in the nighttime. He said, the second he said that, the second he did that, the next day, guy came over, Rabbi, I was thinking about you. You know, I want to give you a big donation to your place. Boom, here's a check. What? I couldn't believe it. Two days later, another guy. He told me this first day. Uh, two days later, another guy. Hey, Rabbi, here's a big check for, you, for, you, for, you, for the shul, for the bevitrash. Keep up what you're doing. Here you go. He said, I couldn't believe it. Because when you do what Hashem wants you to do, you don't lose. Ha, 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 ha.